Hello and welcome to the Joe Henry Show. I'm joined, as always, by Dave Conrad and so, uh, Gromit's in here as well. Gromit, what are you doing? Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> you just, called it before the podcast. He gets scared by the wall he did, falling. He gets down. scared by the wall falling. Gromit, it's time for you to depart, my friend. Gromit, out. Come on, boy. You don't get scared. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bring his bed through, Dave. Oh. Dave, you take over. Give him a oh. bed. Oh, you okay, Roy? Come on. You, oh, now he's following Joe. Guys, how are we doing? What's been happening? Um, a lot of things been happening in uh, in my life. But I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we will do. I don't know. Do you want to? Do you want to shout the patrons at your gig? Am I, I taking? Am I taking hey, your spot? I, yeah, man. Am I Steal taking your spot? spot bro. Am I taking your so, spot? It's up to you, man. Up to now, you. I, know you I, want, I know you won't be able to. Read I can't that. read that. So, from yeah, here. yeah I so I'd have to lean in. So, so I want to give a shout out to the patrons: James Malley, Ian Downey, Elon. Whoop, sorry, pardon me. Oh, see, I should take the I spot. Know, I botched it. No, I should if take I, the if spot. If you can, you hold the top spot, mate. Mate. So James Malley, Ian Downey, Ian Callan Lees, Katrina Hendry, Kirsty Bailey, Chris McCulloch, Gordon Brown, Ben Wacker, Adam Wilson, Mark Leslie, Jack Godfrey, Ant One Night One. Uh, Laura Baird, Brian Smith, Daniel Bettencourt, Jamie Flood, James Pointer, Keenan Prophet Holmes, Barbara Good, Will Ledwith, David McCarthy, Fiona Edge, Ross Wilson, Jordan Schofield, Barry Carruthers, and James Weiss. Want to thank you all for your amazing support. Um, also, we do want to let you know. Um, this, I guess, we decided we were going to do the Joe Hendry Show and uh, How to Become a Pro Wrestler. And I botched it and did the intro to the Joe yes. Henry show. This was supposed to be how to become a wrestler, but since we're in that banter zone, I thought about. It, I was sitting there going, and I went like, "He's, he's, he's botched it. He's already. fucked." I was like, he's, he's we're done two it. seconds in. He's, he's botched fucked. It I was like, "I'll let him go with it. I'll let him go with yeah, it. I'll, I'll let him go." But then I'll tell. Mate, you. I'll go on the fly. I don't care. So you, uh, when you came over today, I showed you. I've been for those of you who don't know, I've got this new hobby, which is building those little computers, Raspberry Pi and Odroid. What do they do, Joe? Tell us they, about what those they things. do. Is they basically you can use them to emulate like the Dreamcast and the GameCube and stuff like that. And Gromit thinks he can see a fly up there. That's why he's crying. Oh no! That's, he, he loves catching flies. It is in fact some sort of pigeon crap on the window. <laughs> He's like, how do I do it? He's like, right, this is something I need to scale. He's like, I've played Tomb Raider. He's like, I came on. I could scale these windows. Oh, is he going to chill? He, he's probably going to chill. Yeah. But anyway, so you came over, you saw what I'd done. I finally got the Odroid working. I did. Because yeah. the Raspberry Pi has just been, I've been inseparable from my Raspberry Pi. The Pi. Raspberry Pi, honestly, you know when I realized that it was like definitely something that I'd be up for doing? And, and once you've like, I'm waiting, I'm on the sidelines waiting until you've like streamlined the process. Cause I'm, and then I'm like, then I'm going to get in on it, eh? right? Is when I went. Uh, and I'll talk about like when I went down. I was at the British Open this weekend, and I'll talk about that in a wee bit. In a wee bit. But like, I took my switch with me, ah, and, and I plugged. Yeah, yeah. That's what I sent you the picture of, and I was like, "No bad setup here." And I was like in the hotel room with the switch, and uh, I was like, "I was like, oh, do you know what would have been beast? Like a wee Raspberry Pi or, or an Android or something to just plug into the TV yeah, and man. play." I was like, "That would have been belt." There, there you go. Um, also, for those of you, but. I'll tell you what, I'll finish. Oh, no, he's found his other... Uh... <laughs> that, sorry, there's a million stories going on here. Um, as you know, folks, we had a bit of a scare with Gromit this week. We will come back to that. Yeah. Um, but uh, on the subject of the Odroid, so I decided just because some of the Dreamcast games weren't working, I couldn't get the N64 working. And long story short, I'm not going to bore you with the technical de details. I got it working. No, I want you to. But I, I want you to. It, mate. I, I demand it, mate. Mate. But one of the things that I did to test it out was I was like, I'll load on like the simplest ROM that I can. Of course. So I loaded on Sonic the Hedgehog. Because why not? For the Mega Drive. Now, Dave. It's a pretty good, I mean, Sonic it, the Hedgehog, yep. solid game. If it you're is. like, right, I want to test this Odroid, Sonic the Hedgehog is a solid choice. It is. But when I loaded it on, something was very wrong. Well, yeah. What would you describe that you saw? Well, the first thing I noticed was just, you know, little things, little things, right? So I've played Sonic the Hedgehog quite a few times, and I know I know what the game looks like. You know when you get those, like, logo quiz things? Remember that was, like, a big thing a couple of years ago where it's like... You just get it, man. What color, like, what direction does the swirl on the Dreamcast logo go? I and wouldn't have got that. And you sit there and you go, I fucking know this, but it's just so weird. And I'm looking at it and I go, something's not right with this title screen. And it's Sonic's body is, like, clipping through... Like, the like his body was above the logo. Yeah, he which was is like, weird. Do, do you know what was weird? Like his arm. He's got like an arm animated. Like he, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. animated going but, down. But like they didn't have. They the didn't. They, like he didn't have his hand. It was just like this. This just mass 
for his arm. Thing. It looked like a breadstick. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> attached to him. Now, I didn't notice that the first time. I, just, I think my brain picked up something was wrong, right? But I didn't know what happened. Then when you play the game, ex- tell me what you see. Well, the first thing I noticed is Sonic's not there. Okay. So that's that's red flag number one. I'm like, playing Sonic here, and Sonic's no here. Really just... Spray dot coffee in my face there. So, 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 I've got this new flask, which I'm just like. I was about to ask I'm you. I'm becoming about that. an old man, right? I remember. So me and my dad went to the card auctions the other day, right? Oh, dude, and, dude, I'm telling Whoa, you, right? that so, sounds cool. So it, what, dude? It's it's so now. I feel now. I just want to put it out there. My dad is happy with his purchase, right? Oh, did he buy something? He, he did. Oh shit! Yeah. What did he buy? Because he was like, listen, we we go there. He was like, I just want to check it. Out. I just want to make some contacts. You know, is he a car guy? So no, not at oh, all. God. So we go along there <laughs> and we meet bad. this guy who his job is to go because he wants to make his own camper van. Okay. My dad's really good at making stuff, right? So actually, how did I get on this subject away from the Sonic the Hedgehog thing? Um, what the hell? You're telling about your flash. Oh, the whole coffee thing. You came oh, an old there's man. There's just too many stories, mate. There's too many. You're just right, Billy finish Connolly. The Sonic one. Finish so, the Sonic one. So Sonic's not there. Yeah, Sonic's not there. I'm like, well, he's and missed for his Sonic, cue. For Sonic the Hedgehog, that's... That's not great, because he's usually pretty good yeah, at making and his it's stamps. not even like Sonic 2 where you can use Tails. There's, no. There's no one. It's... No one. It's a... No one. No one. <laughs> he's no there. Sonic's no there. <laughs> um, so, he's not there. And I'm like, well, he's missed his cue. They've had to send in a replacement. And the only way I can describe it is it's like... I think you. I think it was a flicky... A flick, which if you don't remember, flickies are like those little—they're like those weird little things that like they show up. When do they show up again? Are they not in like? They're like when you kill the um, the, but, I the think bad they mix. The, Yeah. Now I don't know if they're the animals in the first one, but or they might be the first. Do you remember the kind of three D but not three D yeah. one? Yeah. There was something about flickies in that. Do you remember that? What a rib that was! Eh. It's like you've got like mate Mario sixty four. Eh. It's pure three D in that, and then Sonic three D is like mate check me out and then it's basically just sim city but like sonic running about dude like everything sort of, all those 3d not the games, gameplay but like the isometric looking down the gameplay it's was not 3d the, the, the gameplay was average. but the point was the rom has obviously been hacked and someone's just messed with it but there's some guy on there i don't know it's like a flicky inside a miniature robotnik ship with legs and it doesn't actually it's not in contact with the ground so he's just sort of like running along like the air yeah, but every now and then, as you play, then the gameplay fine. The music's there. The other graphics are all fine. All the other enemies are there. Just the main star hasn't shown up today, and they've put in like his. You know when you get like stand-ins on movies when like the main yeah. actor can't be arsed. It's or like they're not there. Yeah. it's like that. They've put in Sonic stand-in, and every now and then you'll like run up against a, like a rock or something, and like the texture for Sonic will show up with him pushing the rock, or like when he skids or something, he just morphs into Sonic for about a second and a half. Sonic pushed the rock. (laughs) And the rock said, (laughs) I'm gonna take 14 out of your 16 sprites. (laughs) Shine them up real nice. But yeah, so then you got to like the second level and it just cut off. And then, yeah, I get to the second level and I get about like, I don't know if I finished the first zone, like Marble Zone. No, 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 not Marble Zone. Uh, no, it was a uh, Marble Garden. No, no, Marble Garden. What the I think called? now, now really, one theory is the game stopped. The other theory is you reset it because you knew Marble Zone was just going to smash you. I'm undecided. Could, could have been that. I'm undecided. Could have been that. But the game literally just went like, and cut off. And I was like, oh, fuck. So, the Odroid is a work in progress. It's, it's getting there. Tell you, you know? what, most games run amazing on it. But I tried Virtua Tennis, nice. one of my favorites from back in the day, and it did not run at full speed. And I thought, is this some kind of sick joke? Are they like, taking the piss? Is Jeremy Beadle going to rise from the dead and burst through my ceiling wall to say Beadle's about because I've bought like this wonky Odroid that you cannot sure? play Virtua Tennis? Are you sure it wasn't just like local level in Scotland tennis where it's like it's actually just slower in general? <laughs> like, just not quite. Sega, local level in Scotland. Local Edinburgh tennis, tennis court and it's just like the top guy is literally like half speed of like andy murray and then if you cheat the game if you mod the game and cheat it you could get andy murray modded in and he'll just smash everyone that's what it should be that's I my new game that, folks that... i'm working on it right now you can get on my kickstarter at daveconradkickstarter.com yeah. slash gov and pay for it there local tennis that just reminded me when i did that bbc interview with uh like the other athletes at the commonwealth games and like we were all talking about like 
it's funny we're all talking about like how sports are poorly funded and i'm going look i'm not really a part of team scotland anymore so i can i can be the one to say it right and Go i said it. but look Athletes didn't have enough funding. I'm like going, Agreed. we didn't get paid anything for being over there in the Commonwealth. I'm going, look, I was over there. I got in debt being over there. Like, my bills kept going. I was like, do you not think athletes, if they're away at the Commonwealth Games, should be paid a minimum wage salary to continue their bills? And like, one of the other people that was there was just, and they were like, what do you think? And she was just like, I make 24 grand, eh? Like, <laughs> Dude, there are some sponsored people, eh? I know. And it's just like, it's just oh. Like, on like playing alone before sponsorships and I was just like oh damn 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what made me think of that but I remember it was just like these athletes need support she was just like I'm I've got it. it mate I've got it where the fuck have you been <laughs> it did it, <laughs> the perfect I know. wall falling down it, there. it does make me think like you know I must have done something wrong to not like how could I not get a sponsor for the Commonwealth Games there eh? Yeah, I mean, what could you have got sponsored by? I feel like a suit company could have sponsored you or something. There you go. Slater's. There you go. Slater's. Joe's just Slater's like... Slater's, mate. Slater's, mate. It's like, do you like free alterations and free tailoring? Do you like to no, go and... Joe Henry will alter your head when he suplexes you. <laughs> mate, way. he'll just alter your body to fit the suit. Oh, man, I've seen it. Have you seen the new Barclay card commercial with the wrestling? No. Oh, so, no. This I, sounds terrible. I was, I, like, I was... Apparently, my name got put, got put forward for it. I'll tell you what. Did you do it? No. Oh. No. I, I, I wanted to. I wanted to. Oh. Because, like, the... Oh. That'll, that'll sort you out for a year. What? That'll sort you out for a year. What? What? So, literally, all you had to do was, like, go away for a week and film, like, in some tropical island somewhere, like, a commercial for Barclay. Oh, just, you know. And it was, not? like, you know, a couple of bumps, that sort of thing, but... Oh, the money? <sighs> yeah. That would have been, been a tasty gig. But... <sighs> You know, to be fair, um, that was that. It's because the advert came out and it was discussed quite some time ago. Mm. But like now, if you look at all things considered, I'm uh, you know, I'm I'm in a very fortunate position. You do not. So you, I'm, you, I, you yeah, do I'm not in a very fortunate position. I'm very uh, lucky to be where I'm at. Yes, um, but like, just I'm well done to those who did get the commercial. I was going to say, yeah, gonna that's say, that's that's a good gig. Yeah, I need to check it. I've not seen it. I need to check it out after the uh, the old podcast. It's, uh, basically, it actually is... Um, so there's this woman like Karen who's in a festival and she's like, I wish I was in my happy place. And it just goes to like a wrestling show and it's got uh, Justin size and many points her and he's like, you. And then she gets into the ring and just like messes everybody up and then she sets Karen on fire like the rock <laughs> set. <laughs> the rock on fire at WrestleMania. So like, mate, forget the rock. I'm Karen. Mate, I'm the Karen. <laughs> that's, I think that's what it said. <laughs> I think it said the Karen. That's brilliant. Yeah. But you were talking. So you were talking there. You oh, said yeah. you and your dad. Took oh yeah. Car yeah. So we so we went to the auction, right? My dad's like, I just want where to is the auction? For it. It's uh, it's just like ten minutes away from here. Mate, it's just like in a field. Honestly, day. I would. Oh, I nearly bought something. Shit, what'd, Dude, you, what'd you nearly buy? There was a little uh, like minivan for two hundred and sixty quid, <laughs> and I was like. It had an MOT till next year. I was like... Well, dude, an MOT's like... I know. I was like... I was looking at it. I was like, what am I missing here? Like, Even if there is something wrong with it, you could sell it for parts, you know? Like, yeah. I'm looking at it and I'm like... Because, you know, like the band never had a van. If like, I ever wanted to do gigs again or whatever, I could have got that. And I was like, what am I missing here? And then we saw a van go past that was like ultimate value. Oh, yeah. And my dad was like, oh, my God. Like, it only had like... Like, because my dad, like, he's like, you know saved up for his retirement and this is like his project you know Aye. So what is Gromit doing this here? is like his passion project exactly so and, and the thing is right he will make a good job of it and he like i think he's quite uh addicted to this now i think he'll probably go back but what he did was so we go along and he's looking for a van to do up and he's like right my budget is five grand right <laughs> and then he's like but that's like he's saved up for this you know what I mean? He wants you to throw the bone. Just oh, throw do it you, you want me to throw it? Here, okay. <laughs> I love it. He just dumps the... the <laughs> he was like, you got to do something about this. Here you go. Whoops. All right, watch your head, Robert. So, he goes... So, oh. this one goes past that's kind of within that price range and it was like an amazing deal. And then this other one came along and like he put his hand up and the guy, the auctioneer was just ignoring my dad. And he was like, what the fuck? Dad's attention. Like, he's, like, he's like, he's like the rock. Mate. He's like, I know that's what he was like on the top <laughs> rope, right? 
<laughs> but by the time the auctioneer saw him, like my dad hadn't noticed that there had been like another four or five bids from like the online people. So it was like thousands oh, more shit. from when he originally put his hand up. And then so the guy was like, so when he got the bid, I was like, oh, it was like quite a bit more than, you know, like a lot more than he oh. said he wanted to put down. And I was like, dad, we can just go right now we, like, we don't like, have to do this yeah, i was like because the thing is once you put your hand up and you've won the auction you have to go and pay the deposit and i was like dad stop before you go and do time. this i was like we can just bail we can just bail and never come back and i was like we could just it's an experience you can bid online do whatever you want we can leave right now my dad's like oh uh, no no i'll just pay the deposit oh. so he came back and i was like right what have you done he's like right i, I was like have you paid the 500 pound deposit and it was like yeah, and I was like, we could still go. I was like, there's still time. There's still I was, time. I was like, there's still time. He was like, no, no, I better get it. And then, like, not only had we bid, like, way more than he'd expected, we forgot that not only there there's commercial VAT on it. Oh. So a further 20%. <sighs> and then the auction fees are, like, another 10, 15% on top of it. So it was, like, another, like, 35% more than he was expecting. Are you comfortable saying what he spent? I don't know if I want to. Is it, I don't know if I want to. All right, to. so you said five grand was his budget. I'm not even going to... I'm going to say... Was, it was, let's just put it this way. It was a lot more than five grand. We talking... I'm not I'm not going to speculate. Are we talking north of 10? I'm not... I'm, dude. Oh, my that God, would be bro. That would be giving it away, but... Holy it, hell, yeah. bro. However, however, right? Do you want this mic, Grubbit? He does want the mic. Do you want to tell a story? He's gonna he tell, does. He's going to tell a story. He actually wants the mic. He's going to tell a story. Yeah. He's going to tell a story? However, okay. he did drive past a forecourt and saw a van with similar mileage, similar price, at almost double what he paid for this. So okay, it's so... still a good deal. But he's currently doing it up, and then like, so I went over and I was like, "Oh, how you feeling?" Blah blah. blah. And he's like, "Oh, I'm just." He's like, "You know what?" He's like, it's "Still a great deal." He was like, "It's over budget, but I'm still like getting you know stuff. I'm gonna build stuff for the get stuff for the van and that." And I was like, "Oh, what you what you getting interested in?" He was looking at sofas and stuff like that. I was like, "Oh." How much have you spent on like stuff for the van so far? He was like, ah, showy bit. Eh? And I was like, how much, Dad? He was like, two grand. <laughs> on top of it. Oh, but, shit. but if there's one thing about my dad, this is this is where I get my resiliency from, right? That in terms of like, you know how like I got into like video editing and now I do like I do my old music production, the the video editing and stuff. Well, actually Neil Neil and I do the music production. I don't take full credit for it. Who the um, fuck is this Neil? I know. Let's put him over. Yeah, let's put him over. But um so me and him work on that, but I do a lot of the stuff by myself. I do all my video editing and all that stuff. Like yeah. I just kind of find a way to do it, like build websites and all that, whatever. I just find a way. My dad's really like that. He's like, I will just find a way. Yeah, so, he's very what's the word? He's like very uh, not resilient, but uh, oh, resourceful. 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 But here's the thing. He's at, I said, so originally he's like, no, no, I'm going to keep it. But then I said, what's your plan now? And he's like, nah, I'm going to do it up and flip it. And I was like, that's smart. You that's, must flip that's it. That's loyal. That's grateful. That's genius. Dude, that's Gary V. That's, I was actually doing, um, what's what's his name there? The guy that does that? You loyal. You uh, DJ Khaled. Yes, that's the one. But um, so if he does that, I think almost, over, not overpaying, but going above what he wanted to has made him go, right, I need to sell this. But now he's going to do it into like a proper camper van from like a basic van, which you can get two or three times your margin on it. So now it could turn into a little business. Dude, because it could. He was looking for a project to do. So it's all worked out. But the moral of the story, people, is do not, do not buy things at the auction if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, dude, I'll tell you what. I we just, did not know what we were doing. I, but dude, we honestly, we should go one day just for fun. I want to go, yeah. you'll go along. And th here's the thing. Early in the morning, there's no commercial VAT and it's all the cheap bangers. And there's, <sighs> dude, there was like, I remember when I went one time, there was like one of these like chav cars that had been done up to the max. Like it had like the full body kit and all that. And it was like 300 quid. And I was like, that's got to be worth it. Even just for all the crap they've like, done to it. Mate. mate. My friend Bumper's made a blue tack, eh? Mate, this is Sandra, eh? This is my cat. She, <laughs> She's my mistress, mate. She keeps me going. <laughs> mate, I can't, honestly, mate. I've not got time in my life for women, eh? My car's my wife, mate. Mate, she's called Destiny. <laughs> That's her name, because it was Destiny that I found her, eh? And See the front bumper, mate? Body kit, mate. Body kit's made then, of mate, acrylic. Mate, I put my scooter in the back. So if the car's, if I'm no white in the car, I've got the scooter. The car's called Destiny. And Ken, what the scooter's called? 
This is childhood. <laughs> I was trying to work that out before you said it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that's funny because, dude, I'm a, I'm not as much as I was. I used to be like when I was a teenager. I was like a big car guy. I loved cars and I loved like being obsessed. I loved cars because of Gran Turismo. So yeah, see, I that's, loved cars. That's why if I become a millionaire, I'm going to buy a Dodge Viper. I yes. know I won't be able to drive on UK roads or turn corners or do any of those things I might need. But if I there's two things, it's a little bit like, different. You're yeah, not going a hundred miles an hour down like yeah. the straightaways in Gran Turismo on like you know Edinburgh city centre. <laughs> so here, here's the thing: there's two things from my childhood that I just flat out could not have. You know, you do all the negotiation with your parents. It's like, right, I'll wash the car for six months. I'll Hoover the flares. I'll do this. I'll do that. Are you I'll Hoovering the flare? Are you Hoovering the flare? But you know there's certain situations that is just no ifs or buts. There is no negotiation out of this situation. It's no happening. And I fell into that gap between... So there was the PlayStation to PS2 gap. Oh, yeah. Now, in that time, I managed to hit everything else apart from the N64. I missed it. And that that was the one... That was the one, man. That was the one I always wanted. And I picked up that bad boy right there. Boom. Right over there. Now I have it. I've got all the cartridges. The cartridges, bro. I've got Goldeneye. I've got all the old wrestling games. All of them. Don't. Dude. I've, I, that honestly, was the childhood dream. Dude, I've pieced up my N64. That's one. It's like, That's level one. It's like, this is how it goes. It goes, winning a medal at the Commonwealth Games, N64. And then... <laughs> Dodge Viper. <laughs> yeah, the Dodge Viper. <laughs> I remember, like, I was such an idiot. Like, I remember when I was at school, I was like, right, my band's going to be so big, right, that I'm going to pick up my wee bra, you know. <laughs> I'm going to pick up my wee bra in my Dodge Viper before he finishes high school, mate. <laughs> Not thinking, like, is that something that Jake would want? You know, like <laughs> this is for me, mate. It absolutely you'll, sounds like the complete antithesis yeah, of what he'd want. Yeah. You'll be getting picked up in this Dodge Viper, whether you like it or no, mate. And he's like, "Can I bring my date?" And it's like, "No, nah, it's only two seats." There's mate. two seats, mate. Nah, you're fucked. Can mate. I put my school bag in? There's no room, mate. The engine is there. You can't eat <laughs> anything, right? Sorry. All right. It turns out there's no room in you for the car, but I want you to see it. Like you can look at it. Look at it, mate. I can't can drive it because I can't get our speed bumps. And you can't drive it because I can't get you on the insurance, but, but it'll be there, mate, outside your school. Basically, if I drove it, I'd actually put oh, myself man. into bankruptcy because of the fuel costs. I just remember a funny story. I, I must have told this before. I, had two uh, I must have told this before, right? I can't remember if I have or not, right? But. I, you remember I worked at that school? Oh, you told this. Okay, cool. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. But you know I worked at that school. I've told yeah. a few stories about that. What I didn't tell oh, is God. the BBC have offered to do documentaries on me three times. <laughs> good three shit. times. Yeah. Do you know how much time I've given up to be part of BBC documentaries that have come to nothing for me? I can imagine quite a few. Yes. Oh, oh many. Hours. I can imagine it many so, days. For the first... Uh, for the first ICW documentary, I remember, not going to say who, but a wrestler came into the gym. They were filming this wrestler workout. And I was just a trainee at the time. I wasn't even on shows. And I went up to him and I was like, mate, film me instead, mate. mate <laughs> fuck that guy. Mate, film me. So, like, uh, that's how uh, uh, they did. Right? <laughs> they so, did. so, yeah, it was them that, apparently it was them that were, like, uh, suggesting like get me into ICW and all that. And I ended up getting in through going to, a, a, through, they were at a gig where one of the bands, they, they used to have an ICW music night. One of the bands put Yeah, I remember out. that. I filled in. Did I, I decided to go full heel. And what I did was I, it was like a metal night, but I decided to play like the, you know, like the, if you like some, like yeah. all that stuff. I did all that. So that was uh, me going heel and they kind of liked the idea and all that. And that's kind of, uh, how we get it? Uh, I'm just looking at the comments there. Got some uh, some weird stuff going on in the comments there. I'm going to lean forward because I can't see. We won't read it out. We won't read it out. But, you know, that's a little weird. But, um, so we're doing the, the ICW music night. I, I get in all that stuff. <laughs> Dave, Dave's just reacting to the, the comments there. Um, it's quite hard to multitask. We've got a dog that wants attention. I know. He's We've like. Got, dude, there's so much going on. He wants all the attention. He's just chewing on your chair. He's like, mate, this is my chair, dude. I know. You're renting mate, it to me. This is my chair. <laughs> Why are 
Come on, stop it. Go and chill. Go and chill. Come on, go and chill. So um, they agree to film me and all that. We put in loads of hours and it's going to be about, oh, what happens when a new wrestler debuts for ICW? For some reason, the footage doesn't get included. I understand. These things happen. No problem. I take issue with the second time. When you come at me a second time. So what was the second one? So the second one, that was for ICW Fight Club 2, funnily enough. So they came at you again for the second one? They came at me again for the second one, right? I haven't seen the second Um, one. So... Uh, it's not as good. the first one's the best. I seen the first one because I make a, I make a cameo in yeah. the first one. Well, actually, this this is funny because the second one was like much more in depth with me, and they were talking about my life. And I know they wanted to paint this picture of me like just as like they wanted to paint a picture of a grim side of wrestling. Like what happens when somebody tries to be a wrestler and fails, right? And they chose you for this. Well, they didn't. They didn't know me at the time, dude. Right? They probably should have chose me at that point. <laughs> So, so I went along. I'd have to, given them the the stuff they wanted. Grommet, well, <laughs> right, out, out. So they uh, they set up this thing for me um, at a. I can't remember which. It was an MMA gym. It wasn't a Scottish Hit Squad. What's the other one called? Uh, higher level no. or no? Um, uh, oh, 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 fuck! It's uh, not CBA. Uh, Higher level is not is, is, is that Bathgate or it's not Glasgow? Is it uh, the Grip House? Grip House, that was yeah. it. So I went along and I remember going along there and I was actually doing no bad. So I just don't know if they got the footage they wanted there, you know. But what they did, did they do want is, you to get well, smashed basically. in Grip House because the cameras were there. In retrospect, looking back, they had me doing like drills that I just. I don't know if I'd be able... Maybe I would be able to get it through it now, but I remember then thinking, this is impossible. And I remember the cameras filming me and me just being like... I Were they trying to fuck you up, like, intentionally? I don't know. I know. I mean, I think I don't blame the grip house for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're, like, a pro wrestler coming in, they've got to be like, oh, well, let's, let's well, test let's, this let's, let's prove this you guy know, can't You know hang. what it is. Yeah. You know what it is. But then remember, I had my first ever competition, amateur wrestling competition, where I nearly became Scottish champ after training. After, like, three months of training. training. Well, it wasn't. It was, uh, it was four weeks. I had, I had Four weeks? I had four sessions. No, it was, it was three weeks. I had four, sh- four sessions in three weeks, right? And then um, I was supposed to show the level at the time, eh? Like, no, that was against Cameron. He was decent. Is he decent? Yeah, he was decent, man. He was decent. So I went and I got, I was up eight points because I just went Goldberg beast mode, right? But then I didn't know. All I had to do was basically just run away from him for the next however many minutes, and I would win. I did not know that, right? So I was like, oh, I've got to keep going, and I ended up getting pinned on something stupid. But I very nearly became Scottish champ, right? Yeah, you were ball hero. Yeah, and I just remember. Again, thinking, you know, they probably haven't got the footage they wanted here. And then I do remember, though, some of the stuff they filmed. And one of the things was they were in my uh, they were in my car and it was when I was going for this job interview working at the school, right? Oh, no. And, dude, like, so the guy's with me and he's filming. I'm like, listen, mate, right? I know it's a documentary, but, that you know, i got to be a little bit low-key here, all right? I'm going for a job interview at a school, mate. So I can't this, believe I you like, let them come t- with you <laughs> to a fucking job interview well, at a school with there, cameras. Wait there, wait there, wait there. This is the well, worst thing I've ever heard. Well, I didn't. I was like, so, dude, like, you can't come anywhere near the premises, eh? Because it's like... I'm like, just, go sit in the Witherspoons down the road. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't fucking come near here with cameras. Mate, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> that's what I was trying to say, right? So I was driving up, right? Oh my and god! I've I've like pulled over. You remember my wee uh, my wee micro? The yeah, the wee the, micro, yeah, yeah. So that was the cerebral assassin, wasn't the it? Cerebral yeah, assassin. The, the it was held micro. up with a pen and a snap fact. Yeah. The window was held up with a I, pen, yeah. snap I had, I had Marty Jones and Johnny Saint in my car, in that car. Two of the biggest yeah. British legends and of like, all time. Yeah, and, and I remember in at that, that point, car. like the snap facts just falls through the window <laughs> the glass just goes Dunk! hits the bottom of the door and it's like the wind's just like <laughs> like in Johnny Saint's face and I'm like oh I'm so embarrassed about the car I'm driving <laughs> but anyway so we do the uh, so I'm in this car which is an absolute banger I pull up right and the guy's at the side I'm like he's got honestly oh I'll, I'll prefix this so I've got my presentation ready and all that yeah. and then I go through and I just right I'm going to check my, my, my laptop one more time and my USB broke oh, and no. malfunctioned and I was like oh my god so I had to go to a, a local McDonald's to download the presentation onto my laptop and put it back on the USB, uh, USB to then give to them, right? 
It was a nightmare. So the guy's there. Oh. Fil- like filming this as it, as it happens, right? And then pull up to the school and the guy's got this camera that is as big as a rocket launcher. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and we're pulling up and I'm like, Dude, do you want to do you want to just maybe be a little? Can you maybe just put the camera away? From do you want to just like yeah. go and take a five mile yeah. hike the <laughs> other way? I was like, like with your giant like, dude, yeah. fucking rocket like, launcher camera, dude. dude I got, He's I like, got, yeah. mate, I'm filming the new fucking mate, Marvel movie I'm here. An, eh? I'm an artiste, so like we're pulling up, and I'm like, mate, do you mind just you know? There's just been a little, you know, good simmering we, down. We've got to keep it low key while I go for this job interview. I was like, fucking James Cameron just like, showed like, up to a job like, interview. Aye, aye, I will. And he pulls up, and he's got the big rocket launcher camera on the side, and like. A bus just pulls up with like half the school on it. Just, like, <laughs> <laughs> just looking at me getting out of the car, and there's like a big guy with a big camera. He's just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, buddy. So like, then I go in for the interview, and somehow, so I was actually late because oh, um, I uh, because of the whole USB scenario. But I somehow got the job. Somehow got the job. Other guys must have been shit. I tell you what, like that. The, one of the guys I worked for was just an absolute roast. Like I remember my uh, my stepdad's uh, mum died, right? Yeah. And um, but in my family, you know, it's like you know, stepsister, stepdad, half brother, whatever. You don't really, we don't really it's all family stuff. Yeah, it's all family exactly. That's how it is to me, anyway, right? Yeah. So his his mum unfortunately passed away, mm-hmm. right? And then I was like, can I have a day to take off to go down south to go and do the funeral? And he was like, no. Nah. No. Nah. How much notice had you given him? Um, well, to be honest, it's when it's, these things can be quite sudden. So yeah. I give him the I give him the notice and I, I think it was it was the week before. You yeah, know? it's like, dude, yeah. you know, technically, like if you, you can take a day for that, yeah. like legally. It, it was the week before and that was one of the, I think that was one of the things that made me leave the job because I was literally like... One of those I changers, remember, like those game like, changers. Yeah, and so there was one thing before, but that was the, that was like the nail. The straw the that broke that the one. camel's yeah. back. But before that, so what had happened was I was doing, I was commuting. So I was leaving the house at five, in the, getting up at five in the morning, leaving at six, arriving in Glasgow at like to start work at like half eight or whatever, <sighs> right? Working the whole day in this school, doing some BS I kind of be arsed with. And do you know what? I'm kind of like, I, I really, not regret because it was my only option at the time, but I'm not proud of the fact that I worked for a private school. Like, I don't really believe in yeah. private education. I just, I'm not saying, you know what? If people want to do that, that's fine. But like, I'm telling you, I've, I've you know, I went to a state school and I've, I've worked in a private school and I'm telling you, there is an elitism. There is, you know, it's just, it's, it's not for me. Well, it's that's what I found. Me, right? Like you find a lot of those types of places, and again, I'm 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 generalizing here, and you know, I'm certainly not, you know, I'm certainly not a fucking a bam or anything like that. But I'm definitely not. I'm definitely working class. I've not come from a privileged yeah. background. You know, I've had to. You know, I was taught you ask no quarters, you give no quarters. You yeah. do, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Well, I'll tell you what. I personally like. A lot of people have referred to me in the past as middle class because... You uh, fucking elitist cut! Because, to be honest with you, my parents were, like, poor when I was born. Mm. And then... Uh, He's poor! And then... Kenny, you know, Kenny's a poor kid in school. And then did a little better for themselves as the years went on. However, there was a, a period from the age of... Like, I moved out at 18. And then I was back home for a little bit um, in between. But from pretty much from 18 to now... I've been away from home and there have been moments where I've opened up my cupboard and there's no food in it. And yeah. I've got, and I'll tell you what, I didn't feel very middle class at those points. You know what I mean? Yeah. And here's the thing, like, it's easy to assume though because like, oh, Joe Hendry, successful wrestler, you must be loaded. Oh man, like, I mean, honestly, it's been so close to the bone so many times for so many years that like, I even, even this year, there were points where I was like, you know, I, Sometimes you're like, I don't know what the answer is. You know, it makes me laugh when people assume that, like, at, the, at this level, like you're doing all right now. But like everyone assumes, it's funny when people assume that like pro wrestling is like, man, you're a fucking famous wrestler. You must get. I never oh, answer the question. See if I'm asked about if I'm ever asked, and they're like, what, what do you make? I always go, it's all right. I always say it's all right. Yeah. But here's the truth, people. Pro wrestlers at this level. Well, don't. let me let me stop you there. I'm, what I will say now is what I do want to put out there is uh, I'm. I'm, I thought that was you just having a fart there. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I want to stop you now. <laughs> See, since like being signed to Ring of Honor has changed my life significantly. Yeah. Uh, they well, have, was I was going to say, yeah, but like they have, I am telling you now, they they look after their talent big time. 
Well, there so, you go. There you go. That's straight from me. I'm telling you. You're you like, know, mate. I never. the N64. I know. I never. No, or I the ne- games. I never lie to my fans. Um, I, they're like saying previous years a lot of tough times. But one thing that I will say that about my my employer, Ring of Honor, is even before this, even when I did UK tours and stuff, yeah. they always go above and beyond to look after the talent. From, yeah. From. Well, look, I remember you telling me that. Yep. I mean, like, even, like, the conditions when you're on tour, the transport, the food, like, everything, they just really, I cannot, like, again, this is kind of, a lot of people, oh, he has to say that or whatever, but, you know, I don't... Well, this is the thing, before you were officially employed, because I asked, (coughs) you know, because I'm always intrigued by that stuff, I'm like, well, how, what was it like, and I remember you telling me, like, even when you were, like, because you did the Edinburgh one, and... Again, you were the local talent, basically. Yeah. You're not like at the time. But they, even, made, they made me feel like what I was doing really mattered. You know? Yeah, and that's what I remember you telling me. And I was just that was when I started going like, Dude, Ring of Honor might be the fucking might be the the place, you know? Like, and that's that's kind of leading on to where yeah. you're at now, where like I've seen I've seen you when you've been like, you know, you've not been you've been struggling, and it's one yeah. of those deals where like we. But would, I think you kind of do that, you know, as a pro as a pro wrestler, you kind of accept that. But like my point is like. What I'm saying is, I feel like I have had advantages in life. You know, what I mean, if I if I really was stuck, I've, there's always somewhere I can go to. Um, and you know, if there was ever an option, like if there was ever a point where I got stuck, I can always use my degree to get another job and stuff yeah. like that. So for me, I don't feel. Don't get me wrong. There's been situations where you know, like so in the past, like when I racked up debt and stuff like that. There have been times where I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. Because when I st- to start wrestling, I got myself into serious debt because I was traveling through, you know, sometimes three, four times a week through to Glasgow. Yeah, I remember that. Training and getting used to the diet that I then had to have. And, you know, on I, when I started, I didn't have a job. So I was really, I don't recommend this to people. Save instead because I'm still paying it off. But don't, I did it on a credit card, okay? Yeah. So I got a, a head start in terms of time, and I guess it's worked out for me now, but I, if I could go back and change that, I would have. I wouldn't, oh, I wouldn't really? have done it on a credit card. I would have done, there are, to be honest, if you need to, and I, again, and Wonga, dude. That's yeah, fuck that messed me up, man. Like, there are better ways to do it. Like, there's, there's better ways to get loans essentially like you can have a zero percent interest credit card or you can have like for example like now that i've got a business and you you can register your own business the business overdrafts are tend to have much more favorable terms than personal overdrafts yeah so that's something to think about as well but the the, I, i keep digressing the point was I really needed this job at the time because I wasn't really making money from pro wrestling at that time other than, you know... Yeah, because you don't do that. Like I sort of said right earlier, you don't, right at the start, or like, you, 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 you don't make a lot of money. Like, it's it's not... It's a struggle. And again, and especially when you first start, it's always about like, you know, you just, you know, you get work wherever you can. So you work exactly. for a lot of uh, a lot of shady companies and some and of them I've known they're not around anymore, but they're yeah. just like, uh, mate, like, we didn't make the money, eh? So like, ooh, you know, and I'm like, oh, so I guess I'll just go and like, kiss my own arse eh? like you know what i mean like i might as well just go and fuck myself like you know fuck it <laughs> so the the thing was like i was not on the, so i was in edinburgh because i was i couldn't really i was like how am i going to get a deposit for a place in glasgow so i was actually staying with family at the time in yeah. edinburgh commuting through which oh. cost me like 15 20 quid a day oh. you know so every day so i was doing that every single day so i was getting up at five in the morning you know out the door at six back home i'd like so after i'd finished work I would then go to either wrestling training or the gym, and I would get back home at probably 10, 11 p.m. at night, watch TV for an hour, in bed by midnight, and then back up again at five. And I did that for the best part of a year. And not only that, I was that's the year where I probably wrestled the most matches. I was wrestling like almost every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I had I was getting so many reps in, which was great, but I was exhausted. And I remember thinking, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I need to f- just figure it out. Just really go cheap, and I need to go part time so I can focus on wrestling. Right. So I found a part time job, which was actually better paid per hour than this one. It was part time, so it was less money. But I was like, but I reckon I can make that work. And I'll, you know, I can move to Fife where the job was. Like living there is a lot cheaper. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. Me so I this. went to the. I handed in my notice for the school. And I said, um, look, fuck you, yeah, bitch. I said, look, it's not sustainable anymore. I can't do it. Uh, thanks very much, you know, but I need to hand them my resignation. But you're, you're, the, you're funny. Bye. So the, principal <laughs> goes, the principal at the time, a guy called Brendan, goes, do you know what? I'm not accepting your registration. 
And that's uncanny, by the way. That's oh, how he God. sounds. I wish people knew how he sounded. He's like, I'm not accepting your legislation. And I was like, all right. And he's like, because we don't want to lose you. We'll, we, we will figure a way to make it work. Let me let me just speak to Shirley and we'll get back to you. Right. So I went back to my desk. I was like, all right. And then he came back and he says, right. I'll tell you what. We're going to put the belt on you. Yeah. We're going to put, <laughs> we're going to put the private school title on you. Right. We're going we, to know, put the we know that you, you stacked the toilet out in that same yeah, school. That's a pre. Yeah. You'll need to look back to a previous And we know that, that you accused. You the, the RPG to you, the camera. The RPG camera to the school. We also know that you accused students of <laughs> taking the piss out of you as the local hero, yeah. which we were wrong about. Again, another story. Get, so whilst working in that job, I will come back. There's, dude, the stories are just flowing, man. It's They're that brilliant. coffee. It's that coffee. It's that good but coffee. Anyway, so he says to me, he's like, well, figure it out. He comes back and he goes, listen, mate. He was like. That's what he said. He, went, he literally went, listen, mate. He went, I'll give you four days, right? Four days and pay you for five. And I was like, he was like, so, so I could get like Wednesdays off. And he's like, yeah. And he was like, I was like, then I could do it. I could make it work. I was like, because I get, you know, that's pretty good. And then I went back to the other people and says, look. I've just handed in my resignation. This happened. And the other people, I must have knocked them dead at the job interview because they went, well, do you know what? What have they offered you? Because we, we, you know, we'd like to have you on board. We'd like to make an offer. If you know, what, what have they offered you? I, honestly, man, it was like, it was like the Monday Night Wars. You know, yeah. which, <laughs> which private school is going to work for, you know? So like, <laughs> even though like I completely, completely disagree with private education. This is literally like, do you remember when Barney Lex, Stinson was like a free Lex, agent? Lex for... Luger appears at like Craig Home School and someplace <laughs> in Fife as well. She's like, in the same night, Rick Rude's on the same night. Yeah, that's, that's funny, what it was like, man. It's legit like Barney Stinson on How I Met Your Mother when he was like the free agent for strip clubs. Yeah. That's what it's like. <laughs> so so uh, I went over to, so I went back and I said, this is my mistake. This is my mistake. Well, he tells me that he's going to put me over the world champion. <laughs> I know what you're going to do. This was my mistake. I said, you know what? I feel the place I'm at. They've showed me loyalty by doing this. So I need to show loyalty. Oh, I know. Big go, mistake, man. bro. I know. So I went back. I said yes to them. One month passed and he went, ah, it's not really working out anymore. We need to go back to the old deal. And I was like, but you made an agreement. I turned down the other job to do this. And he was like, that's the way it is. And so can you That's imagine... That's just the way it is. Can you imagine the resentment I had towards this guy? I was like, I wanted to go part-time. I had a job in the bag, willing to pay me more money. So I hated this guy. I wanted out, right? And then not only that, right? I'm, I'm not joking you here. I had to make like... I personally had to make like the student like yearbook or whatever, like the, the way it's laid out or like the annual or whatever it is. Like they do all this crap, What right? was your job at the school? Dude, then? I was meant to be like the marketing like... Commu- it was communications it's not manager it wasn't assistant it's the one bit in between officer right officer technician yeah so and literally this guy was so bad at his job when it came to like the meeting with the board he wait was you like, had a fucking job yeah. till an officer so, in it and you didn't throw that yeah. about so dude must- i'd be like mate i'm the fucking communications officer i decide what gets said i'm the officer mate <laughs> So we're at the place Officer Hendry. So now, he, so he says, and now Joe's going to tell you about what the marketing strategy is for the for the school. So it's like I've just to walk up and tell them, like, oh well, mate, my job's meant to be like sending out parents to emails. It sends out just anytime. It's so like, I send out the parents. Yeah, I, I have a question about my about my daughter. Right, you get this envelope. <laughs> Right. You're getting sent to that email whether you like it or not. Craig Home School has been closed down for parent trafficking through the Royal Mail <laughs> Service. So, so basically, um, well, oh God, where the, where the, I, that was meant to be my job. This all happened, and then I remember one day he came in. Oh yeah, so I've been told that I need to make this like annual book or whatever. So I need to write all these stories. And Who the fuck it, is that your it job? Wasn't, I know it wasn't getting sent off to be done, which I had done in previous years. It was just because I showed them there was a way to do it by saving money. They were like, oh, well, you do it then. So I ended up doing, like, honestly, about 50 jobs. And I'm making this thing, right? And Grommet's just got... Uh, is he got... Just, a... Is this just cardboard? You can have that. What is it, like a pack? Yeah. You can have that. You can have that. <laughs> um, so we're, I'm doing that. And then um, I've made all that. And he came up and he was like, you know, I'm thinking for the front cover, I just went, like... And honestly, it was like, can I have me on it with the NWA championship? <laughs> it was like, it was like <laughs> honestly, something like I mean, industrial lights and magic. He was like, right, this is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing the pupils at the front, and then I'm seeing like a sunset come over here, and I'm seeing this. I was like, mate, do I look like James Cameron? <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> so I was like, right, and he decided the front cover he wanted was a pupil, like at a chalkboard like that. Like he didn't kind of green screens worked out. He just expected me to like do this and create all these graphics and that. And it's like, is that my job, mate? But anyway, so he was at the start and he came up and I remember he came up to to the office and he sat behind me and he was just like, do that, do that, do that, do that. And he just said, oh. and I wasn't a graphic designer. And honestly, in my mind, I was like, I wanted to throw him down the stairs. It's just like, you know, that's my thing. You know, that's my thing. When I get really mad, I just want to throw people without going into details about past, past incidents. Long term listeners will know. I have a thing. That's Joe. Where, Joe's got two finishers. Yeah. One of them is, <laughs> one of them is the the away slam. Right, that's the one finisher. The second one, if they are present, is launching fuck down the stairs. <laughs> Luckily for his opponents, there's usually <laughs> only a couple of steps at pro wrestling rings. And I remember just wanting to grab him and chuck him down those stairs, but I was like, I can't do that because I'll go to jail. Right? <laughs> I love but your I logic like, there. That was good like, logic. But what I can do is flip the table, because who's that hurting? I was like, it's no hurting anyone. I was like, I could flip the table, and I can just go an inch away from his face and just go, because ah! I've no assaulted him, right? <laughs> so that's what I wanted to do. I, was, actually, I thought you were going to tell me that's what right? you fucking did. No, wait for it, mate. Wait for it. Do you know how? why I believe the relationship went down south? Here's why. Go for it. Because on their, like, they have, like, a day at the end of the year, but it's, like, all the teachers get involved in, like, all the sports and all that, right? So I was like, I'm just going to clean house. Oh, I was going to say, thing. dude, you're literally a professional wrestler with a judo black belt. Had you done any amateur stuff at the time? Aye. You'd done so you'd became, Aye. you were, what, Scottish silver medalist at the time? Aye. Like, so... I. I hardly think it's even fair to put you in that well, category. Like, you're basically just going to well, absolutely destroy the entire school. Well, here's the thing, right? So they had us, you know, like that Zorb football. Oh, fuck. So we had Zorb football. And like, so the head teacher was like team captain on one side. And I was like team captain on the other, right? No. And dude, like, he was trying to do the whole like, hee 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 And you know, like, everyone has to put over the head teacher. Yeah, you're just right? like, I will kill everyone. <laughs> so he went, yes, he went, shh. And he went round the back like to try and sneak up on me and I seen him coming round. Oh, no. <laughs> so I turned round and honestly Google Monty Brown pounce, right? <laughs> <And> I, just... <laughs> I seen him coming, right? And I just went Gooch, right? And he <laughs> he went he went flying so far back that when he went back, he fell over like there was so at the side of the pitch there was like the you know like the um Oh, the net for tennis. Yeah. He felt that was like kind of let down a little bit and he fell back over the tennis slide. But you like, eliminated him from the Royal Rumble. I did, mate. And then he got caught between like the protective <laughs> layer, between like <laughs> the metal fence and like everything that was going on and he couldn't get out. So, mate, he just got absolutely demolished. Eh? And I think after that, I think that was the right on the wall there. I think that was the right. What was he wall. thinking? Like, I'm not going to lie, like, it, it's just one of those deals where, why, why, what was he thinking? Like, huh, I'll take this, because at the time, like, again, we're big guys, we're kind of big guys, right? But he, in, to he normal thought people, he was the dogs, like, he thought he was the man. To normal people, like, to normal regular people, it's like 6'2", 230 pounds, 240 pounds, whatever you were at the time, because you were a big guy, like, at the time, that was when you were, like, really putting the size on. What was he thinking? Like... Mate, I'm not joking. I hit him as hard as I could, man. Like, I charged it up, dude. I seen him coming, and I turned around, and I just went, yeah. Like, just honestly, man, like, I wish I could show what I did. I wiped this guy. What, what was the seen, reaction have after? Have you ever seen that, like, wee bowling thing where, like, the kid falls off the swing and they go back? Like, yeah. that's what happened, man. Like, oh dude, I just God. took him out the game. What did everyone else say? Like, I don't know, man. thing is, you can't absorb football, bro. Were you just like... football. I was like, he tested me, head teacher or no, mate. Mate, when you, I'm the head teacher, mate, mate. When you mess with the bull, you get the horns in that, mate. <laughs> so it's like, and oh I remember, that, honestly, God. since that day, it was never the same. It was never well, the no, same. Well, no, I can't imagine it would be the same. He'd be like, things will never be the same again. <laughs> and things will never, ever be the same again. <laughs> it's like, well, Joe, you're like, I'm the head teacher now. Yeah. 
<laughs> I take a hike, boss. I'm running things now. <laughs> so yeah, um, that that was that was one of the things that happened. Uh, there's so many stories from that job. I was gonna say like because but we were referencing quite a few of them from like earlier uh, earlier episodes. Like, and as the long term listeners will know, like some some of the 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 hilarious shit that happened in that place, like. <laughs> to be fair though like that's the thing i can't remember what the phenomenon is but it is just like when when someone pisses you off like every little thing they do starts to annoy you oh, like yeah. he was he was just trying to play a wee, a wee joke <coughs> but it's like no you fucked it bro you, you messed it up you went too far and now you're getting you got pounced you got, you got fucked pounced. for it mate. you mate, got you fucked got over dude he got eliminated from the school royal rumble oh but here's what really annoyed me right so he asked me, because I was, like, making websites at the time, he asked me to make a website for his wife's business or whatever. So, like, I started making it. And then, like, she was literally... So I sent her, like, the website. She didn't get back to me for, like, weeks. And then he got back to me and he was like, oh, such and such says you haven't got back to her. I was like, no, she hasn't got back to me. And then, like, so she got back to me that, like... Then she got back to me with a really Ugh. snarky email. I didn't respond to it for, like, a day. And he was like, yeah, I just don't think this is working out. Because the communication's no there. And I was like, all right, fine. He was like, yeah, actually, can you just, like, sign the website over to us? And I was like, yeah. I was like, just create a Wix account and I'll send it over. And here's the invoice for the work I've done so far. Refuse to pay it. What a fucking dick, man. Piece what a dick. of garbage. Piece of shit. Yeah. But I thought, you know, to not let me go to a family funeral. Yeah, that, to me, that's where it's like... That, 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 that's crossing the line. It got personal at that point. That's when you're crossing the line. It's like I just told, like, so I told the business manager, I was like, "Listen, I was like, I'm going," and I was like, "If you need to fire me for that, that's cool." That's it, though. And the, you know what? They wouldn't have. They didn't fire you, and then you know why? Because that's what it is. That they, they, to me, I'm a big, I'm a big believer that a lot of workplaces have structures in management where they try and see what they can get away with, right? So when I was a bouncer, they did a lot of that, where they try and they tend to like push you and just see like, oh. I'll phone him with two hours notice and see if he'll just work this, this this door in two hours time and we'll see if he does it, you know? And then when you, the problem is, and this is the biggest problem that a lot of guys and a lot of people fall into is a lot of people will fall into a trap when it comes to any of that stuff is, and again, it seems based on what you've said there that you fell into the trap a couple of times, which is like, if someone came to me and was like, hey, can you just like personal train my wife for any extra cost? I'd be like, no, like, fuck off like do you know what i mean it's it's one of those deals where we do that a lot we feel like we have to do stuff and we end up and then once we've opened the floodgate once we've opened pandora's box it's like oh but you did it last time yeah no but like oh so what's the problem now i know and then you fuck yourself and you basically shoot yourself in the foot yeah man it's a it's a i, I often feel sorry for people because i think so many people are in jobs that they don't like and are treated poorly and it's like if you think about how many workplaces there are in the world and it's like so there are great ones out there yeah and so many people stick in a place they shouldn't be because it's comfortable yeah and it's like just get your ass out of there just go you know what just put in the work and go find another job and give that a go dude i just had a i had a, a client of mine who literally had a job that was honestly uh, uh, oh, it had a job that was honestly like making her she was on like a breakdown like she was miserable yeah. and she walked out the job and she's like no i'm not certain of my future She's like, but I've got enough money saved up that I can live comfortably exactly. for a little bit. And she's like, and honestly, she's like, I feel like a thousand and times And that's better. what it is, man. There's no point in having money if you're not happy. And I do want to come back to something and say, like, you know, we were talking about, like, the struggles of being a wrestler and stuff like that. Yeah. What I do want to say is it's like one thing that I will never forget. And this is quite hard to say and for people to understand how genuine it is because it's something that everyone says. Go for but it. But I have felt it directly, right? That you know when people go like, oh, I want to thank my fans. It's because of my fans, da 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 da. They yep. say all that stuff, right? And a lot of people are just BSing. But for me personally, I'm telling you now, had it not been for the fan support and people getting more merch and Patreon and stuff like that, I yeah. categorically, unequivocally, would never have got to this point. I would have had to have gone part time in wrestling. I wouldn't have been able to give it everything. I would have my. I don't know that I would have ended up where I've ended up. So I want everyone listening to the podcast. I'm in agreement with that. I'm in agreement with that. To know that you guys got me through it. You got me through it to a point where I feel like I'm, I, 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 
it feels like a big reward. And don't get me wrong, like when you start in a new company, you are in the you you got to knuckle down and you got to work. So right now I'm feeling that it's a good stress, but it's like you know it's like you, you want to establish yourself. You want to work harder than you've ever worked. There's just a drive. All you can see is that tunnel vision about you want to get over. You want to cement your position on the card. You want to be a big player in that company. That's what you're thinking about. But when I if I can take my professional hat off for a second and take a step back and say, in terms of my life, it's like you know earlier in this month. I got flown over to Atlanta. I was in the old WCW venue where yeah. Ric Flair used to wrestle every week. Then I went to Nashville, and it was the old uh, the old asylum. You know, dude, I would have yeah. loved to have gone to Nashville, that, man. Dude, that was a wrestling history tour, country music, fucking yeah, man. wrestling, man. I'd have eaten that shit and up. So, and not only that, like this weekend, I'm going over to uh, well, you see Ring of Honor in in a. a Dearborn, they're in Chicago. So I'm, I'm going, I'm going over there. You Chicago, know? and it's, I've, I've never been there before. You know, so That's it's cool, man. It's, it's really, uh, it's, it's an exciting time, and it's like to me, my goals were. Don't get me wrong, like I've always, uh, I'll, I've loved being a part of the British wrestling scene. Yeah, but it was time for me to venture out into America. It was agreed. Time. It agreed. was absolutely time because I think my act is more suited towards. Not an American, but more of like an, an entertainment audience. Yeah. And when it's like just British indie wrestling, I think it's hard for me to to show everything that I can do within that environment, unless it's like an ICW or a Defiant or something like that. Yeah. You know. And now, same rules don't apply with ICW. You know, because um, put it this way, without going in, into any details, I it was made very clear to me that I, I couldn't do my custom entrances in ICW anymore. You know. That was yeah. that, and that's been the case for a long time. Um, defiant wrestling, and again, that's not that's just business is business. You know, what I mean, like I, I understand that there is going to come a time where you know there are potentially legal issues of doing the cover songs or whatever. You know, whatever the situation may be. Um, again, defiant closing down. Yeah, it's like oh, it's just it 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 was it was tough, and it's it was time to for me. I think I I needed a platform. And the crazy thing is, like I say, this was where I believed was the right place for me to be. And it happened. And it's just weird when you put that energy out there. And I, I said it on the phone. Yeah. Like, a, like days before it happened that I think this is, this, is, this is the right thing to do. Well, yeah. I mean, I based on the landscape. And again, this is the funny thing we were talking about. It's like wrestling fans are... You know they, they they know stuff now, but they don't know the whole story all the time. And I can tell you based on the story that because again, you know, I, I was close to the situation just you know talking with you, and yeah, I agreed completely. I was like, no, this is the the move for you. Like, and I, I when you told me about it, and I was like, oh yeah, this is where you you you're gonna do some damage. And let me let me put this out there, like, so let me explain, like. <clears throat> Last um, last time when I was there, uh, you just you see the standard, and again getting to see like the the Rock and Roll Express, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, absolutely tear the house down. Even just to see that as a fan was just nuts, you know. And it's like there are moments where when you're in the middle, when you're in the eye of the storm, it's hard to enjoy it and take it in because you just want to do your best. Yeah, that's what you're focused on. But you, sometimes you just have to take. A moment to go. You know what? This is pretty. This is pretty great. It's pretty fucking cool. This is pretty great. And uh, like I say, uh, Chicago is somewhere I've always wanted to go. So I'm. You know, I'm excited about this. I'm. I'm excited. To chalk off more, tick off more states and stuff like that. But like, um, so upcoming, we've got myself and Dalton Castle versus uh, Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham. I mean, can you ask for, you know, better matchups? Really? I mean, that's a that's pretty, like, pretty yeah. good match. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm. I'm 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 honestly I'm very looking forward to it and I'm just really uh really grateful that kind of life has put this in my path. I know I've worked really hard to get there. Like I'll tell you what, man, I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna show the people who are watching, but I'm gonna show you a photo of me from January this year, and you're not gonna believe it, man. Like I'm oh, really? so out of shape. Really? January this year. Wow. Holy hell! It doesn't look terrible, but I it's like. It look at the belly. Oof. I'm gonna show the people here. This is me in January this year. 
Now, again, not in terrible shape, right? But if you look at the, the legs are very small. There's, yeah. The belly's hanging out. And I am m- muscular, but there's that's 25, 30, 30% body fat, you know? For, yeah. I don't know. Like, but that to me is just like, how did I let it get, get to that point? And now I look at how lean I've got now, but while still keeping decent weight on, I think, you know what? It's hard for me to take it all in, but I have worked really hard to be in the position that I'm in. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to waste it. I'm going to give it absolutely everything to cut through here. That's my goal. Here's the thing, like, and it's funny, like what you were saying about, uh, you were saying about the fans and things like that, like how much they've helped and things like that. And I'm, I'm going to put this out there to, to fans right now. I'm going to speak directly to y'all. You guys honestly hold so much more power than you know you know absolutely some fans know they hold power but a lot of fans don't realize just exactly how strongly influential they can be so i'm gonna i'm gonna put this out here right now to any of you if you guys are fans of like say joe and you want him to be successful in places like ring of honor you want him to do well and you want to see more of him retweet stuff share stuff talk about it the best thing you can do is talk about it. If you can talk about stuff and you can put stuff out there and you can put your your opinion, your thoughts on anything, you know, t- t- you know, if you if they're if you're like I I want to see this, I want to see that, tune in to Ring of Honor, watch his stuff, you know. Same goes for anybody in the business that you are looking at and going, I want that person to do well, you know. Um, I've had a lot of people reach out to me and. Uh, and talk about how they want to see me here, they want to see me there, and then you see other people, they're doing the greatest thing, like they're they're tweeting at companies, and they're putting things out there, and they're going, oh, let's get Dave Conrad here, here, and here, and honestly, you guys might think, oh, it's just a wee tweet, or it's just a wee it message. Is, it makes all the difference. If enough of you do that, that's what happens. Companies will start to go, well, shit, this guy might have something, let's, let's open up a channel here and see what happens. You guys have the power to influence who is successful, based on what you guys want to see and don't ever ever underestimate your that you know you guys are are a key to a lot of people's success and as you said you know a, a huge key in your success because it is not and again it is it sounds like bullshit because you hear it so many times from people like the fans helped me and stuff like that you know so that in reality you've not there, there's been times where you've not been favored by companies or things like that and it's been purely and the fans it's been purely fans that have pushed you forward and wanted you to get it's happened for me where like i've gotten things purely because fans have stepped up and said no we want dave to do this or we want dave to do that you know so i'm it's the same thing use your influence if there's people you want to be successful you can control it follow the guys on twitter tweet at them tweet at companies tweet about them you know do, for you doing ring of honor and stuff like that you know buy merch you know do that sort of stuff like in terms of that stuff like there's a huge chunk you that have done that already and it never ever goes unnoticed honestly you might think oh I'm, all i'm doing is buying a t-shirt you, you buying that t-shirt is not only you helping to support the wrestlers you want to support but it's helping to showcase to the people who have who are in charge that no this is our guy and we want this guy to be successful so use your power, guys. Absolutely. And that would be the perfect way to end before Gromit destroys the floor by dropping the bone on it five more times. <laughs> um, but no, absolutely, Dave. And just before we go, uh, we will be back. We'll take a 10-minute break, um, and we will be back with how to become a pro wrestler. Um, so, Dave, before we go, give us your socials and then tell us quickly. We'll elaborate more on it in the next episode. Yes. But tell us what SSF is. So we got SSF here on the old t-shirt right here oh grum is coming up here (laughs) ssf is my personal training company structural strength fitness our belief is building a strong foundation is where success begins you know uh you can have the fanciest mansion on earth but if the foundations are shoddy and weak then it's never going to last one little bit of adversity it's going to tumble i'm all about building a strong foundation and, and and building lessons that and, and credos that you can take with you for the rest of your life. Um, my social media, you can follow me at Dave Conrad UK on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, all that good stuff. As I say, if you want to see me places or see me doing things or telling more stories, you know, I seen something the other week where someone was talking about that. I always tell funny stories and I never really thought of it like that. Uh, 
So yeah, if you want to hear more silly stories from me about my escapades and my in managing my life, then by all means, tweet at me, follow me, give me a big follow. I could use the following on Twitter. I want to know. I want to get myself to that. I want to get myself. You know what I want to do? Here's what I want to do, right? Here's what I want to do. I want to get myself verified, guys. That's the mission, right? Now, you want to know why I want to get verified? Here's why I want to get verified. I'm going to finish off with this quick story. I want to get verified because I'm sick and tired of tweeting at companies and tweeting at people that I need to deal with shit. And because I'm not verified and because I've not got a big following, they're like, fuck you, bro. They basically just strobbed me off, right? I tweeted at Edinburgh Council the other day and they didn't. They, they basically strobbed me off, right? It's no on me. And so see if I was verified, the council would have been like, well, we need to sort this shit for Dave. So there you go. Right? So all my shit where I'm getting angry, if you've got a problem, if you need someone to solve it, get me verified and then I'll solve it for you. So there you go. if you're listening to this podcast, no matter what day it is, could be 10 years from now, if you're not following me on Twitter, give me that follow. Help me get verified. Help him help you. Help me to, build, to help you. Because then if you've got shit that needs sorted... And you need a verified guy on Twitter to do it with a sassy voice. I can do it. I'm gonna do it. So yeah, F- follow me on follow me on social media. Get me verified. There you <laughs> go. That has been the Joe Henry show. Follow Dave at Dave Conrad UK. Have I got Dave that right? Conrad UK. Yeah, there you go. And from myself, it's at Joe Henry on Instagram and Twitter. Um, we shall see you if you're watching live. We'll see you in about five ten minutes. Thanks for listening, folks. See you. Super appreciated. And also remember, we've got four spaces left on our training. Four. Course. Four. Only for the final four. The final four. The. Do you want to be in that four. rumble? Do you want to be in the Royal Rumble? Go four spaces. That edinburghwrestling.com training starts September 15th if you haven't checked out go check we've got four spaces left and you can have one of them today edinburghwrestling.com see you next time folks bye bye